0: It's time to hear live on the telephone from R.W. Estella with a word in edgewise. Hey, R.W. Hey, Allison. Today is the 29th of January with 336 days remaining in this year. This morning, after a brief but welcome warming yesterday to the mid-40s, we have a 14-knot breeze and wind chill in the single digits with progressive cooling to negative integers by the end of the week augmented by a bit of snow. Midweek, we'll have the second full moon of January. This one arrives at 8.28 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and will be not only a blue moon, but also a supermoon. And as if that wasn't enough, we'll have a total lunar eclipse as well. 99 years ago, the United States Acting Secretary of State, Frank L. Polk, certified the ratification of the 18th Amendment to the Constitution, an amendment most infamously known as prohibition, and an example of the way that amendments can also be repealed, as prohibition eventually would be. After enough disorder, general mayhem and national distraction had occurred to show that some ideas, no matter how righteously intended, are simply not good ones. Today is the 100th anniversary of the influenza that ravaged the Earth's population sufficiently to cause the deaths of between 50 and 100 million people, 675,000 of them in the United States alone. Novelist and short story writer Katherine Ann Porter tells of her own near-death experience in this regard in her novella, Pale Horse, Pale Rider. 82 years ago today, Ty Cobb and Babe Ruth became the first inductees into the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York. 54 years ago today, Stanley Kubrick's satiric film on nuclear war, known as Dr. Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, premiered in New York, Toronto, and London. And five years ago today, did the United States Justice Department's criminal probe of London-based BP, PLC's role in the 2010 Deepwater Horizon oil spill disaster in the Gulf of Mexico came to a close, with BP pleading guilty to manslaughter charges for the deaths of 11 oil rig workers, and in turn paying $4 billion in penalties. Meanwhile, a different sort of deepwater disaster continues to slowly or quickly unfold depending upon your point of view or sense of history, and that is the matter of another right whale turning up dead along the eastern seaboard lately. This one, this past Monday off the coast of Virginia, after being entangled, as the Associated Press reported, quote, in some kind of line, close quote. Since early 2017, Bill Trotter of the Bangor Daily News reports, A total of 18 right whales have died off the east coast, or that of Atlantic Canada. Scientists estimate only 450 right whales are alive today. Ship strikes, the crab fishery, and the lobster fishery have been blamed, and the federal government's National Marine Fisheries Service is now being sued by three environmental groups, the Center for Biological Diversity, Defenders of Wildlife, and the Humane Society. Stay tuned to future editions of A Word in Edgewise for further developments in the plight of the world's diminishing population of right whales. For more on Omain, here's to a great day.